Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and the podcast. This is our 210th episode. And we're going to be talking about things that scare us or have scared us in the past when it comes to not real stuff that scares us, but fake stuff like movies, TV shows, books, or whatever. Our escapism, we try to escape away from reality and we get scared doing it. So um, I am Ken. Whoops. Uh, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Julia. Yeah. And so today's episode, we're going to go over um, Jeff's mute and how he has issues with it. Um, yeah, two weeks in I, a row. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> so before we get into the topic of this week, um, I, I, I just have a couple of news things that I quickly looked at. Um, the director from Doctor Who, Michael Ferguson, had passed away um, earlier this month. Uh, he was the director of 21 episodes, um, classic series. Uh, looks like he did uh, The Worm Machines, Seeds of Death, Claws of Access, Ambassadors of Death. Um, so that's sad news. Most of the news that's come out of Doctor Who stuff is all been about the new show, which will be starting up uh, very soon on all Halloween right. Day. And it's the Halloween Apocalypse. Are you excited about this? I'm cautious. I don't know. I I try not to get too excited about anything. (laughs) Because then if it's bad, I'm not that disappointed. Yeah, that's a good attitude to have. It's not fatalistic, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) Or realistic. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yes, kind of, but I am not. I'm not anticipating great stuff. Yeah. That's how I feel too. <laughs> I'm probably yeah. more excited when we start to watch it on Halloween than I am right now. Right now I just like don't care. <laughs> Until we get closer. I don't remember the last time I was excited watching Doctor Who. Ace Doctor movie? <laughs> no. Definitely the new series, but but it's been a, many years, it feels like. Maybe yeah. a little bit. Maybe a little I, bit during Capaldi. I was excited for, you know, when Jodie Whittaker came on board, but uh, look how that turned out. Yeah, I, I guess I was kind of excited by that. That was different, but yeah. So now it's, well, whatever. That's another topic. Uh, one piece of news that I heard, I, I don't know if we mentioned this before, um, that David Tennant might have been approached to potentially return for Doctor Who with um, Russell T. Davis. And, you know, again, I don't think there's any truth to that. I think it's just maybe he was asked. Could it have been they asked if he'd come back for the 60th? Uh, yeah, the 60th? Maybe. That seems but, more realistic than the series. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a busy guy. Yeah. I don't I don't know that he would be willing to uh set aside all the things that he's doing cuz he he does a ton of stuff. Yeah. And I think it would be a step backwards. I know we already talked about Russell T Davis is sort of a step backwards a little bit. I feel like BBC would be seen more as desperate because they are trying to desperately get back to where they were, so they're going to try to rehire everyone that was in it to try to recreate that good part of the series and 
I think a lot of people would look through that and go, geez, maybe most people would buy into it, but mm. I think it would be a very desperate act. I think it would be a step back. Yeah. yeah. Now, it might be good, <laughs> but it might, you know, they've never done it before. It doesn't mean they can't do it where they bring back a previous actor to play the doctor again. I mean, it's feasible, I guess. But, but anyways, yeah. that's it. Um, I watched um, on on the personal level. I watched um, a movie the other day with my family, Spy Kids, the original Spy Kids. That movie's so cute. And I forgot this, but Spy Kids spawned. There was a couple of sequels to it, but it spawned a character and a series of movies that I forgot there was a link to. And this is the first movie that that character appears in. And most people don't remember this. Machete. Machete? There's a character called Machete. Is it played it was, by Danny Trail? It's played by da Danny Trail. And they, Danny Trail, who's, um, he's been in a lot of different movies, Con Air. Um, he's a... Um, he's he's the very... Hispanic guy, right? He looks really fierce. Yeah. 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 So he was um, he was in this movie as the as the uncle, and he was mach called Machete in the movie. Oh yeah. And um, a few years later, there was a um, a movie, a Grindhouse movie, um, by Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez in the, in the um, in the in between parts the. Um, the, the the what's that called when when a movie stops um an intermission intermission they had a couple of fake trailers that they had created and one of them was called machete and it was him in in this very you know action-packed you know bloody trailer and it was very it was very popular and they made a couple of movies on it machete movies hmm. and i had forgotten i thought it was it, it, the origin was in this Grindhouse movie, but no, the character was originally developed because Robert Rodriguez also did Spy Kids, so that's where it originated from. So I, I just, um, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <clears throat> that was kind of neat. I never mm. saw Spy Kids, so I would never have gotten your trivia question there. Oh, it's a, they're fun movies. Well, I think I saw the first two. I'm not sure how many there were, but they're fun. Just fun movies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I had seen them years ago, and I said, well, Melly, let's watch a movie, and she said, okay, let's watch that, and uh, that was, it was good. It was good. Does she like it? Yeah. For Melanie, yeah. <laughs> Her liking a movie is like, you know, not hating it. Mm. So, <clears throat> but she had fun with it. Any else, anything else from anyone wants this? What they've been working on, or viewing, or watching, or looking forward to watching. What's well, Halloween season? So I've been watching horror films. <laughs> yeah, I'm up to it. Go ahead. I, no, I just I don't watch scary movies. I finished um, season eight of Endeavor, which is the prequel to Inspector Morse, which is a great mystery series if you haven't watched it. Um, and so this is about him when he was a young man, hmm. just starting out in the police. And uh, 
I am such a chicken that I like I kept leaping backwards and rolling my chair away from my desk as I was watching this on my computer. And my kid was sitting here laughing at me. So yeah, I'm a big chicken. That's about as scary as I get is jump scares in, in British detective shows. <laughs> yeah, so our, our main topic is, and you, you mentioned jump scares, is about what scares us. And there's so many different ways that people can get scared in movies and TV shows. And obviously, I think the setting is important. Uh, how old you are, maybe. <laughs> Because as a kid, you're probably more susceptible to being scared by things that, as you look at them now, they're probably ridiculous. Um, and obviously, jump scares is a gimmicky thing that gets people. Yeah. And a lot of movies more recently have had a lot of jump scares. And, and to me, I feel they, they're a little cheap. They, they're cheap. They're a cheap way to get scares. If you throw a bunch of them into a movie, people get, like, they they start they start to get used to them and they go they're not as um, big of a deal. But right. other types of scares might be not jump scares, but more like something that's really creepy, and it could be a slow reveal or something, and you're just like, oh, I just creeped out by it, mm -hmm. or the concept, or what happens if that existed in real life? What would you do if you are walking and you see this thing? It just, you know, and it, sometimes they can, these scares can get to you um, and they could bother you. And I have in my list, personally, I have some that scared me for years and I have others that not so much, but so. Um, <clears throat> so maybe we can um, start with um, a couple of ones that we, you know, the one, maybe some of the bigger scares in the past that we've had from movies or TV shows or even reading books or anything um, that you want to share? Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I was a huge Stephen King fan mm. when I was in my late teens and 20s. And um, his book scared me so much that I have never seen, the only Stephen King movie I've ever seen is Stand By Me. Because oh. the books a, scare the hell out of me. I mean, Stand By Me is a great movie. It is. Yeah. Not scary, though. But it's not scary. Yeah. No, not at all. And I read, I remember reading It. Mm. And still to this day, like, those dream greats in the streets. Oh, yeah. I'm always a little leery of those. <laughs> I don't walk over them. I walk around. I have to say that I also read the book and I was, those are examples of books that were so well written and so frightening that I couldn't put the book down. Mm -hmm. I'd be reading it by myself in the dorm lobby. I don't know why I wasn't in my dorm room, I guess not to wake up my roommate, but I was in a, like a break, uh, uh, like a recreation room at two in the morning reading this book, knowing that I would have trouble waking up to go to school classes. And just being freaked out by that. And the movies that came out recently from it, and I think the miniseries was good too, they're pretty creepy. They're like, ugh. <laughs> so I wouldn't recommend you watch them because it doesn't sound like you would handle it that well. Nope, I have no intention. <laughs> yeah. Misery. Oh, no, sorry. Okay, go ahead. 
I was Misery say, from Stephen yeah. King was, I thought, was scary, especially if you read the book. Yeah, that book was scary. I mean, most of his books are scary. Yeah, that's the one Stephen King book that I read all the way through. And I thought that was like pretty creepy, scary. Mm-hmm. Pet, Pet Cemetery was another one that was tough. Yeah, see now I, I find uh, Pet Cemetery was was scary. Um, but I read Carrie, and I didn't find that that scary. Um, because that was more of the blood and guts and gore stuff, and I'm not. I don't find that as frightening. I find the you know something jumping out of the closet at you, or you know you go around a corner and there's the bad guy. That's kind of stuff start, scares me and startles me. And but I didn't find Carrie that that frightening. But I've seen other you know horror movies that uh, I you know will never ever ever watch again. It's interesting we're mentioning Stephen King. I have an examples here of the Shining movie. I've read the book, but the the movie has a couple examples of different types of scares and um <clears throat> have you did you read the shining julia i did not read that one mm-hmm. it's pretty good um the book has a the, the the movie does have some scares in it so i wouldn't necessarily recommend it there's a there's a a moment where a particular character there's a he, he's kind of like um a, a bigger character and something jumps out at him i won't get into the details but that was kind of like a whoa, and um, and then there's a, a creepy imagery in that movie. A lot of creepy imagery, and you're you're looking at it, and you're like, the two twins at the end of the hallway, which you've probably seen. You're just looking at that, going, no, 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 stop <laughs> showing that, you know. And, yeah. And it gets worse, you know. It just they they start talking, and you're like, Ugh. <clears throat> and those are like the. A couple of different types of scares, and there's another scene where Jack Nicholson is just staring, kind of with his grin, and they just stay on that shot for a while, and you're like, it gets very uncomfortable because it's like, oh, oh, this guy's a psycho. But I mean, Jack Nicholson is creepy Mm. anyway. Yeah, (laughs) and so he doesn't need to act in this movie. He just he just smiles, and you're like, okay. I kind of feel like he's one of those actors that doesn't really act. That's just him. Yeah, like the Joker in um, the Batman movie, just acts himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, I you know, American Werewolf in London is a movie I saw when it first came out, and that had a pretty wild jump scare. I remember. And I saw that in the theater, and theaters don't usually... I don't get scared with movies in the theater that often. Part of it is because we're in a theater, and there's people. And so, it, I don't know why, but I just don't get scared as much in theaters. Now, if I'm in my basement by myself watching something like um, Blair Witch Project... Mm-hmm. Oh, which I boring. Well, <laughs> I know a lot of people didn't like that. I watched it before it came out. I saw it on VHS... And it was a little freaky because at one point I had to stop the tape and go upstairs and say, hey, Don, what's up? Because I, I just had to get away from it. I get too involved because if the film is – if I can buy into the film, it, it can I could be creeped out by it because I put myself in that situation. Um, 
that didn't have that many jump scares, but it had that whole idea that you're out in the for forest and you hear these noises coming from within the forest and are real, they sound like people laughing and that's creepy. I don't think supernatural creeps me as much because it's not real per se, but when, when you have other people, it, it can get scary. You know, that's people behind it. Yeah. Um, but overall, I've watched 150 uh, horror movies recently over the past, since June. It's a lot. And I don't get scared. Yeah, I don't I don't get scared by them. There's some that creep me out, but I don't get scared by them. And generally speaking, if I get scared by any sort of movie or something, it usually is. I'm 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 impressed because I don't normally get scared by stuff, at least not as an adult, as a kid, more so I got scared by a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I used to I lived I grew up next door to this girl, Kim. We're still friends. Mm -hmm. And she loves horror movies. Loves them. And we were literally like 20 feet apart. Like her back door and my side door were really close together. Yeah. And, one, and her dad worked nights at um, the... ABC affiliate in Boston as a producer or something and so her parents were divorced and he had custody and one night she asked me to come over and watch movies with her mm. and it was like a Friday the 13th or night I think it was a Friday the 13th that's the one with Jason and yep. the kids at the camp mm -hmm. yep. and we watched it and her father came home towards the end of it and I was so terrified that I made him walk me home <laughs> <laughs> Even though you know you could like literally spit and hit my door. Yeah. Well, that's an example of a uh, you know again. Those can get kind of scary. I think there's a combination. Those movies have the you're in a forest, you're cut off from civilization. A lot of those movies back then, obviously, they didn't have you know easy ways out, like you know <laughs> cell phones and stuff like that. And it could be a person doing that. Um, so there, there's a lot of things. They have a lot of jump scares in that in those movies too. Mm -hmm. And of course, the the fear of dying. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think um, I, I'm going to say one of the scariest things that affected me to the point where it changed the way I lived for a few years anyways, was a, a TV movie called Trilogy of Terror. It was out in the 70s, I think, so I was younger. And it was a three-story anthology for TV huh. movie starring Karen Black. And one of them was this woman buys a voodoo statue of this creepy thing with eyes and teeth it's a statue and she's joking around and puts it down and the necklace comes off and of course it comes to life and it chases after her in her apartment <laughs> it has a little spear and it makes this noise and it, and it scared me as a kid mm -hmm. um to the point where i would stand 
five feet away from my bed and jump into it because I didn't want to get close to the underneath because that's where it would hide, would be underneath <laughs> furniture and stuff. Mm -hmm. And subconsciously, I think it bothered me up until adulthood um, where I would remember that. I, I saw it not too long ago. I watched it again, and I didn't expect to be scared by it. And I remember being scared by it. And I, it brought back some chills, but obviously it didn't re-scare me again. I, it was, you know, obviously, oh, wow, that's a puppet and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes it's good to revisit these movies that have terrorized you as a kid and you watch them again and say, oh, well, that those special effects are horrible or whatever. But I think it's almost, for me, the, the psychological stuff that scares me more than the traditionally scary stuff. Okay. Hmm. I get more stressed out when it's, like, tense and, you know... It's like somebody pulling an elastic, and you know at some point that elastic is going to snap. You just don't know when. You don't know how hard it's going to hit, but it's going to snap. And, and and that happens in just about anything. It's not horror movies per se, but you can be watching a police drama, and that happens. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's the, why I jump. <laughs> Buildup of tension. Yeah. Um. Probably the the biggest jump scare that I can recall, and I have it written down here, is a TV show that came out a couple of years ago called The Haunting of Hill House. The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, it's a TV series. It's really well written. Uh, I know you, you don't like horror movies, or but it, it's terrifying to nth degree. It, it's you're you're watching it, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, there's something behind, you know. And they had a jump scare. I won't even explain it because it's a relatively new show. But um, there's a couple of characters talking, and something happens, and I jumped, hmm. and and I pushed pause on the thing, and and took a break, went upstairs, and said, "Hey, family, how's it going?" And I say, "I just got," <laughs> and I I instantly texted my my neighbor, and I said, "You got to watch this TV show." And and they after they had seen it, the daughter and the and the her her father had come over one time and they I said what about that scene and they're like they knew exactly what I was talking about and they said yeah they they heart attacks you know so I think they're good for you I think being scared can be good for you unless it keeps you up at night and you don't <laughs> sleep did you did you after you got escorted home uh Julia did you sleep that night or was it I, I did but I put a the the chef's knife under my pillow and slept with the lights on okay hmm. but sometimes the creatures can take that knife and then use that on you you know so you did, did you think of that nope I didn't think uh, of that <clears throat> but I didn't know <laughs> you back then for you to suggest that to me <laughs> um monkey shines at the end when the guy was getting the operation I think it's Monkey Shines, and they open up. They cut the guy because he was paralyzed. They like, okay, no yeah. back operation, and the monkey jumped out of his back. Was the one true time I actually got <laughs> frightened. And, that was and a dream, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a dream. It actually yeah. frightened and scared me, and I where I actually screamed or showed emotion, <laughs> and that, and that was I was like, damn, and I I remember that vividly. I was like watching it on you know, like yeah. Said a that's the, words and that's the worst when it when they do dreams like that the dreams are usually jump scares and stuff and they're but you didn't know it was a dream yeah no that but that's actually, what I, that's my point 
yeah it was like i was like damn that 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 because usually you know michael myers jumps out with a knife bang bang you do a little jump but this one actually got me where i jumped and screamed i was like i was like damn (laughs) well it's it's interesting when you watch a horror movie you're expecting this you're expecting to be scared and i have a movie here that is not a horror movie that has one of the the best jump scares I've ever had, and maybe more so than Haunting a Hill House. This thing, I was in the theater watching it too, and and you would never expect this to. Uh, Eight Below. <laughs> Have you heard of this movie or watched it or? No. Isn't that the movie about the sled dogs? Yes. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. It's a good movie. It it can be, um, except for this jump scare, which is a jump scare, and I won't I won't explain it too much it's not a movie you expect to have a jump scare in it but there's a jump scare um it's also upsetting because you know the dogs are trying to survive and not all of them make it and stuff so it's it's a, can, can be like a little like geez um probably should have mentioned that in our last one where we talk about deaths it's like geez a dog died and you're like oh my god <laughs> But that one, you know, kids movie, and and it has a jump scare that that I was watching it with three other people, my wife and two other, and we just all jumped in the air and and we're laughing for the next five minutes because it just, you know, oh, you know, don't kill us like that. But I think as a kid, how old were you when you when you did the Friday Thirteenth movie? Oh, probably fifteen or so. Yeah. It's in high school. Yeah. I, I guess, you know, I don't know. As a kid, I was, I had, uh, I wasn't really coddled to the point where um, I couldn't watch certain things. I, I watched things that were terrifying. <laughs> Not movies necessarily, some, but um, there was a TV show called Kochak Night Stalker. Oh, yeah. And uh, I haven't revisited that show, but it's probably not as scary as it was, but it, it was scary. It was, um, it gave my brother nightmares and, and, and it bothered me. And we were young. I mean, my brother was pretty young watching that, you know, it was early seventies. So we were pushing the envelope and I think we were banned from watching it after a particular episode with a swamp monster or something. We were like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, my parents, they, they kind of restricted what we could watch, but not by much. I think it was more like this, we, you know, we wanted to watch like Little House on the Prairie and mm. Eight is Enough and Happy Days and all that stuff. Neither one of us were really into scary things. I was like wicked into like Little House on the Prairie era kind of stuff. Okay. When I was a kid, I was a very yeah. girl girl. Mm. I was also pretty shy and easily scared by things so yeah you know my parents may have just not told me about those things or i may have read the because re- we used to get the tv guide in the mail that's right you know? yep. <laughs> and you could read what the shows were going to be about and i would say oh yeah no i'm not gonna watch that <laughs> plus that's... we had to go to bed early you know we weren't allowed yeah. to sleep very late and most of those scary things were on after nine yeah, I mean, it was very early on that I was getting into science fiction and, um, you know, Star Trek and um, Space 1999 and UFO, another 
British TV series, and those had elements of things that creeped me out even at at a very young age. Space 99 had a couple of episodes. Dragon's Domain, which is a one where a tentacled monster drags people into its mouth and spits them back out as skeletons um, digested. That was, uh, you know, occasionally I'm talking to people who, who may be not into that show and they go, oh yeah, I remember that episode. Um, there was another one where a, a guy gets haunted by a ghost of his future ghost that he will become a ghost or whatever. Those things, um, I watched them. I remember being scared by them, but not to the point where I'm, I, I can't watch this show anymore. I, I wanted more. Mm. And maybe that's the difference between like like you or, or me, where at some point as a child, I accepted all this stuff. And even if it gave me nightmares, and I don't know if they did, at some point I was like, bring it on. I want more because I enjoyed it. You know, people, when they get scared, Afterwards, they laugh, like mm-hmm. in the movie, movies that happens a lot. There's something to that. There's something like, oh, ha, 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 because they're all laughing because they just got scared together as a group or whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it's nervous, nervous laughter. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I think I just don't really enjoy being scared, and I think that some people just like it more. Yeah. Well, I don't think my daughter likes to be scared. Um, you know, no, we're, we're tr- no not, a, not at all. We're, we're trying to show her some some kids' Halloween movies, and she don't even want to do that. You know. Yeah, my son doesn't watch scary movies either. Yeah, I mean, Muppets Haunted Mansion. No, not really. Okay, uh, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, That's not even scary. No, 19, but nineteen seventy eight Halloween. <laughs> no, no. Um, now, since we've mostly talked about Doctor Who in this podcast, um, I'm sure there's many, many, many people out there who grew up watching Doctor Who as kids in the in England who were scared. You always hear that behind the sofa stuff behind the sofa. Um, do you ever? And I know Julie, you have a limited access to the classic series. Do you remember watching the classic series or Jeff, you or myself? Because when I started watching the classic series, I was older. I was um, late teens, I think, 16, 15, you know. Was there anything scary about those <laughs> classic? No. From, from no, I was perspective? No. 10 when I started watching. I didn't think it was scary. Okay. So you were about the age that some kids in Britain would have been. I mean, maybe some would be younger, like five or whatever, and I could see anything being scary, probably. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I really only remember seeing bits and pieces of Doctor Who. My father watched it, yeah. not regularly, but he did. He would watch it sometimes, and I, I only like really remember one episode where. It was a Tom Baker episode, and he was being chased by this, like, leaf monster. It looked, <laughs> looked like a pile of leaves chasing him. And I was like, what are you watching? <laughs> like, even then I was like, what is this? I mean, H.R. Puffin stuff has better monsters than this show. Well, um, that's, uh, so yeah. I remember being scared for, by the new 
Doctor Who when I first started watching it because I wasn't familiar with it at all. I didn't know what a Dalek was. And when the Daleks first came on, I was like, oh, my God, these things are terrifying. What are they? So I could see how a kid would be scared yeah. by those and the Cybermen. Well, that's interesting because um, <clears throat> that that you would be scared by a Dalek because that's sort of how it works. You know, when you first see them for the first time, it, they're, they're a bit different. Mm. And, um, I mean, obviously we're a little bit older. Um, but, I mean, obviously you get scared by things more than probably me, but... Um, Safe bet. Well, I, I could I could definitely see that, and there's things in the new show that have been kind of definitely creepy. Chip knows writing. No, I'm, I'm talking just his writing. And period is like scary. Like, oh, this is scary bad. I mean, Sorry. you know, <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat watching the empty child, going, "What the heck is going on?" You know, oh, and yeah, that was yeah. Blink creepy. is another one too. Blink, yeah, I got that. That's um. When she turns, you know, when they're, you know, you know what I'm talking about. When they're there, all of a sudden, and you're like, oh god, you know. Mm-hmm. The, Blink's the one that, um, with the le- weeping angels. That's the one that Chibnall's the the next thing that Chibnall's going to ruin is the weeping <laughs> angels because they're on this season. Yeah, they we'll are. Get back to you on that. It's not a spoiler because the BBC had it in the trailer, so oh, okay. don't yell, at, don't yell at us. Okay. But you're right. I think the new show has better effects. So some of these things look better. They do better with editing because the classic series had, it was almost like in a studio almost live. Mm-hmm. So you can't scare people when there's, when it's like that. Um, but you can ask tons of people that grew up watching Doctor Who and they would disagree with us and say, oh boy, the leaf monster in Seeds of Doom, which is probably the one I'm, that you might've been talking about. The crinoid. Pi- pile of leaves following it, you know. And I guess if they had the money and they made pile of leaves to look scary, I guess we could be scared. But when it looks like it, like it does, and I think part of it is your imagination too. Yeah. If your imagination can buy into what it is. Mm-hmm. I remembered two creepy scenes in Classic Who when I was watching them older, and they're they're both. It's weird because I picked them out separately, and then I realized they were almost the same scene. Um, Spearhead from Space, there's a scene where one of the characters, they're talking or something, and one of the characters is behind a frosted glass, and he's distorted, but you see him behind the glass, and oh, yeah, 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 yeah. John Pertwee, I think, is there, and he turns around and sees the guy behind the glass, and it's the guy's looking up at Pertwee, but he, his his face is distorted because it's behind the glass, and I was like, that creeps me out. That, that really creeped me out. And then there's a scene in Robots of Death where the guy – and Robots of Death, I think, is the closest episode that I think can be considered, to, in my opinion, scared because they really sold it, the idea of robophobia, a fear of robots. They did a really good job in that episode. It's one of my favorites. And there's a scene where the guy is terrified by robots, and he, they, he points to something, and they look over, and there's this frosted – piece of artwork and there's a robot behind it you can see the silhouette and it's pounding up against it and i'm like that's pretty creepy you know it didn't it wasn't like oh geez i gotta stop watching this um because it's scary but it was mm-hmm. and that's part of you know 
using your imagination and being into the moment or whatever. But um, I get scared, but I get creeped out by visuals a lot. If they do a good job with a visual, um, anything could be really creepy. And, you know, you get the chills or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why the show Supernatural can scare the crap out of me sometimes because their special effects are pretty good. Yeah. And, yeah, a lot of it is jump scares, but I've watched that show through my fingers mm. lots of times. And you know what's going to happen. I mean, the show's been on 17 seasons, and they didn't die. So, well, no. I shouldn't no. say that because I didn't watch the last couple seasons. But, uh, you know, you know they're going to make it to the next episode. Yeah. In a way, I envy you a little bit because oh. I think I like being scared. But I don't. it doesn't happen too often. Mm -hmm. and, and this slew of movies I've been watching over the last few months, I haven't gone out of my way to find movies that I think scare me. I've just randomly, like Hammer films from the 60s and 70s don't scare me. No. It's a vampire. It doesn't scare me. But um, movies like Get Out, mm. uh, It Follows, which are more recent contemporary films, they have things that scare you. It Follows is, has creepy imagery of it where it's basically these people are talking and all of a sudden you see in the background someone walking toward them and if it touches you it just it's just it's terrifying because it's so slowly unveiling and you go wait a minute that person's walking right to him is that one of them and get out has some has some um disturbing imagery as well yeah that's what i, I mean everybody that i know that saw that movie said it was an excellent movie it was terrifying for a lot of different reasons <laughs> mm. and and i was like i i can't i just i can't deal with terrifying yeah i just can't yeah i mean it's a form of escapism for me because i can escape into it and, and again i i don't i didn't get scared by get out as much there was creepy imagery um, I've I've seen more creepy imagery recently on YouTube, unfortunately, out of context. And now I feel I wish I hadn't done that because now, you know, there's one movie where this girl is talking and they're like talking about what they're going to do next. And the hallway behind her is all dark. And you see this, this tall, white-faced man just coming right up behind her. And you're like, what the? Um, and another... Um, the Ring, The Eye, and Juan the Grudge, which are, are all Asian horror films over the in the late two thousand or the two thousands, they all have they're different, and some of them affect me because sometimes they're in the middle of the day and stuff's happening that's scary. Most mm -hmm. horror movies, you know, stuff stuff happens at night, and you know, oh look, there's a person walking to the pond because she's going to go skinny dipping in the middle of the night, and you hear the music. Mm -hmm. How can you get scared at that? Um, but you can. They do the jump scares and stuff. But this is like in broad daylight and things are happening and you're like, geez, you know, those have some jump scares too. But Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, when it's obvious and they're forecasting what's going to happen, you know, the stupid teenage girl going down and stripping down to her bra and underpants and... <laughs> diving in and and the music and the and the you know there's always an owl hooting off in the distance and yep. you're like yeah okay you're gonna die 
Yeah. Yep. Um, that's always the case. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know what's going to happen. Or the teenagers, let's have a party. Parents are gone. Well, you know, the party's going to be all massacred. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. Yeah. Well, it's like any other thing. They, they have formulas, and, and if they stick with the formulas, people, you know, and they try to scare you still. And jump scares also use music or sound. So the best thing, the best way to do a, a jump scare is to make all of a sudden it gets really quiet. Music stops. And you and what you're listening to, and, and you and sometimes you can t- t- predict it because you're like, there's nothing. They're not talking. There's no music, and then it and then it happens. And um, you know, sometimes they're effective for me, and other times I, I just they catch me off guard. And other times, most of the time, it's just like, yeah, I knew it was happening. There's a formula, and sometimes the formula is so predictable that it. And and some movies try to be cute. Scream, the movie Scream, and the sequels, they try to trick you by misleading you that the killer is someone else, but in reality, there's no way you're going to guess it because they, they there's no real um, clues. They just make up clues just to th- fool, fool people. Mm-hmm. But um, those aren't scary to me. Um, they, they can certainly be shocking. The opening scene in Scream where a very Drew Barrymore is in it. And you're like, Drew Barrymore is going to be one of the main um, stars of this movie. And within about 10 or 15 minutes, you realize that's not going to, or less, you're, you're not going to, that's not going to be the case. Mm-hmm. And so you're shocked by this when it happens. You mentioned gore and, and like um, bloody stuff. And that doesn't scare you. Right. Not really. No. I mean, like I've, I think I've seen at least some of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm. and I just thought it was boring. I thought it was stupid. Yeah, it can yeah. get boring. It, you know, it was just like gore for gore's sake. And kind of like Halloween Kills. <laughs> I don't really enjoy that. Plus, I don't. I'm not bothered by blood. I mean, I watch all those like ambulance shows for fun you know mm. like the real life ambulance shows. Oh, okay follow ambulance crews around and people are like impaled on a thing or what i mean that doesn't bother me i don't know why but it doesn't bother me did you ever see the the punisher tv series that were on netflix no the oh no. well they're they're in the marvel universe it's it basically goes around and everything like that i always tell people it's like watching surgery because the, every episode he gets shot and then he ends up taking bullets out of his body afterwards and they show it, you know, he's like taking bullets out and there's blood everywhere. And it's like, <laughs> Oh, like watching us uh, like a um, training on surgery and how to remove a bullet out of someone. But yeah, I mean, that doesn't really, the, I, <laughs> the only episode of the, uh, there's a show on, I don't know, one of the British channels. It's like, 24 hours in A&E or something, and a guy sliced off his toes with a lawnmower. Mm. And he had them in a little bucket of ice. (laughs) And the (laughs) pans down to his foot without its toes and just, like, stubs and bone, and then the toes floating in the bucket of ice. And I was like, ew. (laughs) That was a little gross, but most of the time it doesn't bother me. Well, I work at, at a hospital, and so I've 
recorded lectures and stuff. I've never done any surgery. I've seen live surgery, but through a, a video screen, never been in a, a room. Uh, I've seen a, a an autopsy video um, that was not recommended that people watch something like that. That gets a little too extreme. Um, but I've never been in a room when I've always watched stuff and you get desensitized to it. Um, but I remember a couple of times I was video recording a lecture, so it wasn't even, you know, and they weren't, they, uh, they weren't even showing gory photos. But once in a while, there was a, it was about brain surgery. And I remember getting almost to the point where I was going to collapse because okay. it was about the brain. And that bothered, that bothered me more, the concept of it, you know, even though they didn't show any pictures, I would be like, uh, wait a minute now, I'm getting a little lightheaded here. Yeah. 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 Or eyes, that bothers eyes, me. Eyes bother me a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. why I've never had LASIK surgery because, mm. yeah, no, thank you, no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, no. and, I, and I've seen some gory photos with eyes and stuff, and it's like, okay, that's enough of that. But, uh, yeah, gory doesn't bother me. I generally speaking, when I watch something, I'm also, a lot of the stuff I watch, any any kind, science fiction, whatever, I'm generally looking at how the movie is made as well because I'm kind of a, I like a fan of how movies are made and TV shows are made. So often when I see gore, I go, well, that's CG blood, which isn't really that effective, or, well, that one was good, or, or that's a real blood pack, or, uh-oh, that person's going to get shot because you can see the little square, but, you know, underneath their, their shirt or whatever. So that stuff, um, sometimes movies they have too much blood and other times well, Halloween doesn't have any blood. The original Halloween. The original one, yeah, the original one. Nothing, you know, and, but people would go, wait a minute, that's not true because he was stabbing people. Yeah, but it was no. But you don't see the blood. There's yeah. nothing, in, even anything on the knife, I don't think. No. I'm but not, they don't I'm show not, it anyway. Yeah, or if it is, it's very fleeting. Um, Unlike the new one. <laughs> well, yeah, Halloween Kills was just like, you know, let's get really gory with it. But And I've seen some really over-the-top gore, really way, uh, what's his name? Peter Jackson, you know, the, the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. He created, he started off in horror movies. And there's one movie where he, the, the person picks up, they're zombies, and he picks up a, chain, uh, a, a lawnmower and goes through people with a lawnmower zombies so it, it and it's yeah but it's only zombies well it's only zombies but still um but there's some and, and again it goes back to the effect <laughs> if they have a really good effect of someone getting their arm chopped off like in the 70s when you watch the movie called pieces which i saw not that long ago they cut off this the, this person's arm and you know it's fake um but with computer-generated stuff like that, it, it looks, seems like it could be more real. And it could sometimes, maybe CG sometimes can actually appear more real. Um, that's why when people get shot with CG, you don't even see it happening. It's sudden and it could be shocking. But in the 70s, it, you know, you would know because you're not going to, whatever. But I'm not going to get into that. I can go into the mechanics of blood and blood packs and stuff, but yeah, I think the concept is the um, the one that bothers me the most, the idea that this could happen, 
Um, I had trouble watching The Exorcist for the first time when I sat down to watch it. I was freaked out by the music. That, mm, yeah. Star credits. Like, scary. Yeah. I couldn't watch it. I, the star credits were going, and I said, I was by myself in, in a, I said, no. Turned it off and said, not going to happen. When I finally did see it, I saw it with two other people who were fans. One had seen it, one hadn't. And I thought it was not that good. I, I didn't think so either. It. Yeah, I didn't think it was that great. I mean, people had talked about I Maybe my expectations had risen so much that I was expecting this. But the Omen was creepy when I first saw that. Uh, creepy kids. Kids kind of are creepy when they, when they get possessed by demons and stuff. That's... Or not possessed by demons and they're just being kids. They're or demons. creepy. Well, yeah, yeah that too. <laughs> uh, Conjuring, the Conjuring movie series that's been out not that long ago. That's the last film that I have seen that I have not gone back to. I stopped watching that one. And that was not that long ago. That was probably 2010, whatever. And I was down here in my room and... I, I just stopped watching it because I said, uh, uh, I don't like that. Uh, I, might, I might go back and revisit it because I need that challenge. I, I went through Haunted, Haunting a Hill House, so I, I can probably do anything at this point. But there are things that if I think about it, like if I'm walking through my house and it's dark, I, I can freak myself out a little bit. Oh, yeah. Not to the point where I'm screaming, but to the point where I, I'm like, did I just see someone outside the window? I don't want to. I I don't want to. I don't want to look out the window and see someone standing there, so I don't look out the window. So. <sighs> yep, I get that. I mean, I have different reasons as a woman living oh, yeah, alone well. <laughs> with just a couple of teenagers mm-hmm. for being worried about what's outside. But um, it's always it's unnerving being here by myself. I'm very, very, very rarely home alone. Because my kids are always here. Yeah. And when I, like overnight, I mean, when I am home alone overnight, I'm like, okay, I'm going up into my bedroom. I'm bringing all the cats like they're going to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I close all the curtains and I make sure all the windows are locked. And yeah. Yeah. And that's not necessarily something you've watched. That's just reality, you know, and, and just being scared by real stuff happening or whatever. And well, yeah, but, you know, I still, any little noise, I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, yeah, it is, I'm more scared of real people than I am of, um, you yeah. know, boogie monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I think, you know, obviously watching something that's scary or scares you, uh, and it could it set, it could set your mood for the rest of the night. And I've definitely had situations where, if I started thinking about a particular movie, you know, like like it's a thing that that it's ghosts, for example, where if this house, if I found out that this house was haunted, um, I don't know what I would do because I would be terrified about the idea of it because I've seen enough of those where I know. My house is either going to get sucked into a vortex or something, or they do enough to to oh, skeletons and stuff like that. So, not that I expect that to happen, but yeah, you, you know, you, you, your imagination runs away with you. That's the whole it does. Thing. Yeah, I think that's 
you know, I I am not really a believer in ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, I know plenty of people who are, and you know, whatever floats your boat. I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't really care if you believe in them or not. But uh, you know, even me, the the total skeptic, is like, I bought myself this um, thing called a Hoosier cabinet, which is an old piece of kitchen furniture, basically. For, and um, look it up on Google. They're very cool. Anyway, it's like 120, 130 years old. And every so often, the bottom door will just swing open for no apparent reason. And, and the first time it happened, my daughter and her boyfriend were over. And her boyfriend was like, that thing's haunted. We're getting out of here right now. Yeah. Like, it's just the latch. <laughs> but then it did it last night, kind of late at night. And I was like, shit. Yeah. It's it's funny because I had an experience that has bothered me for years and it's such a weird experience and someone I I saw someone else who had a, a, a ghost experience online and they explained it the same way that I encountered this. I was um at a um star party where we were setting up telescopes to look at the stars and I was with a, a Dawn was there, Melanie was there. Uh, and there was like two or three other people. and We were setting up telescopes. I was getting mine set up. And it was getting dark. And when it gets dark up where we were, it gets really dark. Like you can't see anything when it, because there's no, that's why we were there. We were out where there's no city lights or anything. And it's getting dark. It's getting dark, but I could still see pretty good still. And I see a person walk over and kind of stand next to us. And then he just took off. He just started running down this path through a field. And I was busy setting up the telescopes. I noticed that and I, I turned away and I started looking back at the telescope and I said, wait a minute, who was that? I look over and there's, he's not there. And I'm like, did he make it? There was a, a house further down. But then I thought, I don't think there's anyone living in that house. So where was he going? And I turned around and at the time it didn't bother me that much, but I was just like, who was that? You know, and no one else said anything or saw it. And then later on, the more I thought about it, the more I said, what was that? Was I assumed it was a person there that was helping out with the telescopes or whatever, but he took off, mm. I think. And now I'm not 100% sure, but <laughs> who was that? And no one can confirm that I saw anyone. There was no, no one else there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but once in a while that bothers me because I think I never pursued it at the time because it just kind of happened. And then I just said, well, I, I must have not been paying attention. And maybe I wasn't. But anyways. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, it, you know, it's, again, it's one of those things like it wouldn't surprise me if there were ghosts. But yeah. I'm a pretty firm skeptic. Most of the stuff on YouTube. You, I mean, I have a friend who keeps posting on Facebook. He posts, um, we, got, we got some more ghosts. And oh, yeah, the, yeah. They have the nighttime... Uh, oh, the um, night vision stuff, yeah. Night vision in their house, and you see these dust particles go by, and they go, there's one right there, and it's like, it's a dust particle, and he says, nope, there was no dust. And I'm like, okay, no mm-hmm. dust. It was a dust particle. Everything, everybody's got dust. Yeah, and, um, you know, I'm willing to to um, to believe in it, but a lot of the stuff you see online is explainable. 
I think, yeah. I, I think most of the, like, ghost hunter type shows, I think most of that is totally explainable. Yeah. You know, this friend Kim is is somebody who likes to go do these ghost hunting things. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's always like, you want to come? You want to come? I'm like, no. First of all, you live in Ipswich. <laughs> not exactly around the corner. <laughs> um, and, you know, second yeah. of all, no, because I would either be terrified or rolling my eyes. <laughs> Yeah, and if you really saw one, it's like I didn't want to see that. Right. <laughs> I don't want to go have the rest of that memory for the rest. Of, like you know, I this thing that I mentioned doesn't bother me, but it's still there, you know. Right. But. Yeah. And of course, the scariest thing of all is reality, and you know these things are escapisms, but. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Anyone in the comments wants to share any of their scary um, stuff? I, I, you know, I say I, I don't get scared, but I, I certainly have gotten scared, and it doesn't happen that often. But um, I kind of like it. it, it it's um, to a point, and then when it starts to interfere with my sleep, I start to get annoyed by it. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like just by what you're saying, Julie, is is I would rec- not recommend any horror movies or TV shows, you're better better off staying. I'm going to stay in my lane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, geez, you watch the reality shows where kids are getting killed and stuff, and that stuff. No, no, me. no. They're yeah. not getting, kids aren't getting killed. But okay, well, let me, rephrase, let me rephrase that. You're watching crime dramas yep. that have kids getting killed. Yep. Like uh, Broad Church. Broad Church. Yep. yep. That bothered me watching that. It that's not scary. More. Uh, that's kind of like on scary movie type. Scary I know, thing. but it's a little bit. It's a. It can be scary because you're thinking of the idea of it mm. that yeah. this can, this can exist in the real world, and I get start getting scared for my daughter and stuff like that. It's different. I I can watch aliens coming down and ripping people's heads off, and I'm laughing through the whole. I laughed through Mars Attacks. I mean, that was supposed to be a comedy, but I, I'm laughing because, you know. I've laughed during horror movies before because they're just funny. The idea of aliens ripping people's heads off. I'm not, I'm not scared by that, but reality. Um, there's a, ever heard, have you guys ever watched threads? No. Mm-mm. Have you heard of it? No. No. It's a British movie slash movie, a mini series type thing about a nuclear um, um, event. And I have been hearing for years that it just ter- it just terrorized people. It's they they are devastated by watching it. It's like a I don't know if it's BBC or if it's a, a, a independent from the 80s I think or whatever. And I see it on streaming services. I haven't gotten enough nerve to watch it, but it's it's my guess is it's about people dying from a nuclear explosion in the aftermath. And that is more real than aliens coming down and eating people's heads off. But um, that is a different type of scary. But Well, I remember watching, um, what was that called? The Day After or The Morning After? or day, The Day After, yep. Yeah. I remember watching that on TV when that came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was terrifying too. for me. Because yeah, it was. Yeah. There, you know... There were buildings around with nuclear fallout shelter bunkers in them. 
my school had one. Yeah. They weren't used, you know, they were, they yeah. were used, but they were still there. Mm -hmm. And, and it was in the, it was, you know, it was the eighties. It was the cold war. It was Reagan and. <clears throat> yeah. the, the mini series Chernobyl that was on a couple of years ago. I couldn't that, finish that. That's frightening. Yeah, I couldn't finish that. People walking out onto the the top of the thing to um, they they just you you know they're just going out there to die. I mean, it's just it's frightening in mm -hmm. the aftermath and everything. So that's that's a different type of scare. That's real world uh, scary world out there. But yeah, I'll take a a, a witch. Um, Ripping someone's tongue out of their mouth every any day <laughs> from a movie. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why I like crime dramas so much, but I do. I love them. Yeah. Pretty much all I watch, mm -hmm. besides you know some of the stuff that we watch together. But it's pretty much it for me. But you still get scared by those occasionally. I do. <laughs> Okay, anything else we want to mention? Scary stuff or if anyone wants to be scared and they haven't seen some of the stuff we talked about, you can go seek it out and uh, it's not always scary movies that are scary. There's other things too, but Okay. Yep. Thanks for listening. <laughs>